Welcome to the video book summary of Bankroll Your Mind by Rich Perry and Lawrence Pipkin. The book was published in 2017 and weighing in at 266 pages. Bankroll Your Mind will help you master your mindset, develop the attitude for success, and ramp up performance to get the results you want and deserve. The book shows you how to gain complete clarity with what you want, achieve laser focus on your one true goal, and act with the intention and precision creating meaningful results through mastery so you can ultimately take total control of your business and your life. The book is available on Amazon with the link in the description if you like what you hear. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Bankroll Your Mind. Section 1, Clarity. Chapter 1, Clarity Overview. Clarity is defined as the quality of being clearly and easily understood, seen, heard, and expressed and remembered. If you don't have a clear image of who you are, where you are going, and what key tools you have at your disposal, then you're going to have an incredibly difficult time moving forward and accomplishing what you set out to do. Before you begin anything, you have to be totally clear with what it is that you want. Chapter 2, Taking Stock, Wading Through the BS. Consider these three very important questions. What do you love? What are you good at? And what serves the world? Within these three questions lies the answer that you're looking for and will bring you to what we term the sweet spot. Question one, what do you love? Start this exercise by writing about the things that you love in life. What are your hobbies, interests, dreams, pastimes, obsessions, pursuits, likes, and favorite books to read? Question two, what are you good at? This is the part where you explore your strengths. What are your talents, skill sets, aptitudes, and accomplishments? Question three, what serves the world? What could you do to serve the world? Have a look at this diagram, and you will see it's made up by three circles. The three circles are what you love, what serves the world, and what you are good at. Intersecting on all three circles in the middle, you will find the sweet spot. Just outside of both of those, you will notice you have the danger zone, which lacks passion if that's something that you do not love. On the left-hand side, you'll see something which is self-serving, which you are good at and what you love, but does not serve the world. And on the right side, you'll see something that is not sustainable, which is what you love and what serves the world, but is not what you're good at. All right, moving forward. The overlap between what you are good at and what you love is what we call self-serving. It is self-serving because it is simply all about you. The overlap between what you love and what serves the world is labeled not sustainable because you are not utilizing key strengths, which can cause frustration, stress, and overwhelm. The overlap between what you are good at and what serves the world we call the danger zone. One reason this is the danger zone is because it lacks passion. Nothing great in the world has ever been accomplished without passion. That brings us to the fourth and central overlap. This is where all three circles intersect, and it's what we call the sweet spot. This is the point of the highest contribution. It is here that your passion will fuel your desires, and those desires will be supported by your dominant skills. In system thinking, this would be called a reinforcing loop. In this dialogue, a reinforcing loop is one in which an action produces a result that influences more of the same action, thus resulting in growth or decline. When we live with passion and see the positive result in the world, we become supercharged to continue to build valuable skills and resources, which in turn drives our passion even further. Chapter 3, Knowing Your Purpose 
For your success, you must know your purpose and what you want to accomplish. If knowing your purpose was a journey, then you must have three well-defined areas. First, you should be clear on who you are as a person. You must be able to see yourself, your goals, and your dreams as extremely important. Second, you should be absolutely clear on your starting point, where you are right now compared to where you want to be. Third, you should be absolutely clear on your desired destination and be as specific as possible so that you end up in the right place. The way you'll begin to gain clarity on your purpose, if you don't know already, is to ask yourself this simple question, what do I want? What do you want in personal growth, business or career, relationships, health and wellness, spirituality, finances and life in general? Know your path of purpose because being in the ballpark isn't good enough. It's only when the pain becomes so unbearable that we make the decision to change. Exercise, what do you want? Number one, what do I want? This could be a personal goal, career, health, spiritual, family, relationship, etc. Be specific. State this in the positive, I want X. Stop focusing on what you don't want and focus on what you truly do want. And number two, what's stopping me from having this now? Are you living on the cause side of the equation or are you on the effect side? Do you make things happen or do things happen to you? Take ownership and responsibility. Do you have limiting decisions, limiting beliefs, self-imposed barriers or inner conflicts? And number three, how am I going to get what I want? This is important. So what is your plan for succeeding? Many people don't have a plan or they hope things will just be given to them. Will your plan produce the results you desire? Describe your plan for achievement. And chapter four, self-talk. Self-talk is described as thoughts we think and the words we say to about ourselves. You need to gain clarity on your self-talk early in our work together is because you need to know whose side you're on. Healthy self-talk relates to thoughts, words that are positive, serving and moving towards personal greatness. Harmful self-talk relates to thoughts and words that are negative, destructive and self-sabotaging. Limiting beliefs and limiting decisions. Limiting beliefs are quite simply those hindering beliefs that constrain a person's full potential. They are the walls that stop expansion and the ceiling that prohibits you from rising to extraordinary heights. In addition to limiting beliefs, another form of internal block manifest as limiting decisions, which are just as dangerous and detrimental to our growth. Simply put, these are the choices to do less than what's necessary. It's these poor choices, self-sabotaging behaviors, and half-assed efforts that keep people in the cycle of mediocrity. Limiting beliefs are influenced by those closest to us, directed under the guise of advice. Developing positive self-talk is instrumental in cultivating and maintaining a yes-I-can winning attitude. Chapter 5, Social Circles. Human beings are social creatures and we gravitate towards like-minded individuals in all areas of life, forming central circles. Finding and engaging with healthy social circles is vital to growth as well as our mental and emotional well-being. Jim Rohn said, you are the average of the five people you spend most of the time with. The proverb, birds of a feather flock together. In hermetic philosophy, the principle of cause and effect is the sixth of the seventh great universal principles, detailing how chance is just an illusion. Either you live on the cause side of the equation and make things happen, 
or you live on the effects side and let things happen to you. When you align with the right people, wonderful things can and will happen. The world without is a reflection of the world within. Incorporate two chief practices into your life, gratitude and forgiveness. Showing daily gratitude helps you appreciate all the wonderful blessings in your life. Forgiving myself and others for poor choices help you move from the things that no longer serve you. Simply put, I allow yourself to let the shit go. People grow apart and interests change. You don't know anybody, anything, so if you no longer have the spark or connection with someone or a particular circle, then do yourself a favor and move on. Discuss ideas with like-minded people who share your vision and will help you to achieve your goals. Surround yourself with amazing people whose actions, attitude, and life purposes will serve you, benefit you, and add life fulfillment. Be a torchbearer for others and offer your services to benefit and enrich the lives of those around you. Exercise 3. Three steps to create healthier circles. Do this exercise for each circle in your life. Number 1. Identify circle. Is it personal or social? Professional, spiritual or religious, or hobby slash special? Interest, health and fitness, etc. And number two, who and what in this circle serves me? List the people, events and experiences, etc. that benefit you and make your life better. And 2B, who and what in this circle doesn't serve me? List the people and events and experiences that don't benefit you and take away from the overall quality of your life. And number three, take action. Make the decision to delete and remove these people, events and experiences, etc. that don't serve you and replace those that do serve you. After you take out something negative, you must replace it with something positive. When you take something away, you are creating an empty space. So it's important to fill the void with something good and beneficial. And chapter six, values. A value is a hot button that drives a person's behavior. Everything you do in your life, in your year, in your week, in your day, is a means to an end, and this end is always the fulfillment of a value. You do whatever is that, you do either move towards pleasurable feelings that fulfill certain values, or move away from avoid painful feelings, which fulfill other values. Since values drive our behaviors, and we want our behaviors to make us happy, it is important that our values are aligned. Many people have very little in the awareness of their values. They are on autopilot. Do not be afraid to scrutinize your values. Look at what fits and what is no longer relevant. If it is not relevant, then throw it out and replace it with something that is both healthy and appropriate. Keep it simple. Utilize small cards that you carry with you. Remind yourself of of the no longer useful behaviors and the ones that you are now beginning to implement. Section two, we're gonna look at focus. Chapter seven, focus overview. Focus is the state of quality of having or producing clear visual definition. The ability to focus and remain focused is probably one of the most telling yardsticks available for measuring success. Training the brain to pay complete attention to current moment is critical for personal growth. Mindfulness allows us the opportunity to concentrate on what is important at the moment and not be distracted by the noise around us. High achievers have always mastered focus. Focus is a discipline that can be honed as you would hone your body in the gym. It is, in a sense, a mental workout. 
Focus on what is truly important to you. Question one, what do I need to focus on specifically? And question two, why? If your why is big enough, you will not have to worry about focusing. Motivation only comes after action has been initiated. Rather than hoping for the right motivation, you should invest your time in developing why you really want the thing you desire. Your why for deciding. History is full of stories of intense focus and determination. Biographies of some of the greatest minds of our time are filled with feats of tremendous focus. In the words of Bruce Lee, the successful warrior is the average person with laser-like focus. If you can't focus effectively, then you can't think effectively. And if you can't think effectively, then you would definitely can't produce the quality of work necessary to be successful. A focused mind is an uncluttered mind. Your ability to focus has a direct impact on your ability to succeed. Stay absolutely focused on what you want, not what you don't want. The secret to all success is to be able to stay focused on exactly what you want, regardless of how long it takes or how slow it is moving along, or what temporary setbacks there are. Focus is about realizing that you will do whatever it takes to get the work done, and if the work is done, then the goal will be achieved. Some people want success, but they do not want the sacrifice that goes with it. And chapter 8, Reflections. Your reflection is the only tool that you will need to solve these nagging frustrations that seem to be holding you down and making your life less than stellar. Take the time to really study yourself and your daily life in the mirror. Your reflection is you. That reflection is also a canvas that you can use to create whatever image you wish. Get to know your reflection. How you feel about yourself is going to impact how you see yourself, which will, in turn, impact how others see you and interact with you. Chapter 9, what is my aim? If you don't know where you're going, then any path will get you there. Your future, your goals, your dreams, and your desires need to be specific. If you were to create an action plan to make it a reality, rather than just an empty pipe dream. You need to have a clear picture on how you want your life to be. Otherwise, how the heck will you ever get there? What is your aim in life? Be specific. Create your own little list. Make it something that has meaning for you. Get rid of the distractions. You can't hit the bullseye if you cannot focus through all the noise. Clear the clutter that is stopping you from being the very best version of you possible. And chapter 10, define your goal. Now that you've gained complete clarity with what you want and know your purpose, it is time to define your goal. You want to achieve over and over again. A smart goal, conveying what you want in a way that's specific and quantifiable. A SMART goal is an acronym that has certain criteria that must be met. S, simple and specific. M, measurable and meaningful to you. A, achievable, as if now, all areas of your life. And R, realistic and responsible, illogical. And T, time-based, towards what you want. Most people never get what they want because they set vague and wishy-washy goals. They aren't definite about their aim and they become disappointed when they repeatedly fail. It's absolutely important that you gain complete clarity with what you want. Once you have complete clarity with what you want, you need to achieve laser focus with defining your goal. And chapter 11, achieving your goal.
Those who truly want something are willing to put in the work. Do so. Because they unconditionally want it. Want versus want to want. Consider the word attraction in law of attraction and you'll see the word action. This means you have to do something. If you truly want to transform your dreams into reality, then you must be ready and willing to take massive action. You need to know where you are going and to be able to hold a clear image of your desired outcome. If you don't know where you're going, then how will you know when you get there? Once you decide a course of action, then you must be ready and willing to make a 100% commitment of effort. So how do you get what you want? Develop an exact plan that will produce the desired result, take clear and focused action, and stick to this course until it's done. Chapter 12, Mastery Overview. The only is to practice. Like the old saying goes, practice makes perfect. Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. And chapter 13, Mindset. Mindset is much more than positive words and inspirational videos. It is at the core of who we are as beings. Mindset is a set of assumptions, methods, and beliefs held by a person or a group that is so ingrained and well-established that it creates a powerful incentive to continue to adopt or accept prior behaviors and choices. Fixed Mindset is a belief that the basic qualities like IQ, talents, and personality are permanent traits. The fixed mindset is unfortunately the most common as well as the most harmful, so it's worth understanding and considering how it's affecting you. Individuals with a fixed mindset do not have the freedom to question what is happening in their life. These people continue to look for examples that will back up any assumptions that they have about a lack of talent or whatever else. Generally, with a fixed mindset, people define themselves by their failures. Growth mindset is a belief that IQ, talents, and personality can be developed through dedication and hard work, which is quite a different approach than the fixed mindset. One of the most important aspects of the growth mindset is that failure is nothing more than feedback. Failure is either a judgment nor a label. It is only a form of tracking and calibration. Mastery is all about the ritual of action for action's sake. Honing the skill with such intention purpose and intensity that there could be no other outcome but expertise. This is where people usually talk about the 10,000 hour rule. If you're not familiar, it is said that in order to become an expert in a particular field, a person needs 10,000 hours of experience. Then poof, you are an expert. Mindset needs to move away from a fixed concept and needs to move towards a growth concept. Once you begin to create a mindset that is not fixed but flexible and adaptable, it will become easier to understand that there is no failure, only feedback. And chapter four, modeling excellence. Modeling, as it is taught in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, is the process of adopting specific behaviors, language, strategies, and beliefs of another person or exemplar in order to build a model of what they do. NLP modeling is simply the process of recreating excellence. Simply put, it is about achieving an outcome by studying how someone else goes about creating that outcome. NLP modeling involves transferring what an expert thinks they know and what they unconsciously know into a repeatable pattern of events that will produce a consistent outcome and then being able to transfer that behavior to others. There are three phases, observation, finding the difference that makes a difference, and designing a method to teach the behavior or skill. 
Observing the model involves fully imagining yourself in someone else's reality by using what NLP calls a second position shift. The focus here is on three key points. Number one, what the person does, behavior and psychology. And number two, how they do it, internal thinking strategies. And number three, why they do it, supporting beliefs and assumptions. And chapter 15, rituals for success. Human beings are creatures of habit. They have behaviors that they do in a certain way every day, day in and day out. The only way to get results is to do the things in a great way. If you want to become a master at something, then you must produce masterable behaviors consistently, and you do that through practice. It takes dedicated repetition to master any art. By doing these behaviors over and over, you will create habits or rituals for success. Successful behaviors precede successful outcomes. Start to recognize your current behaviors and habits, taking notes of which are effective and produce desired results, and which are ineffective and wasteful. Keep the good habits and eliminate the bad ones. Now, if you really want to incorporate better behaviors and create rituals for success, then here's a simple three-step process that is guaranteed to work. Step one, find someone who is exactly where you want to be. And step two, ask the person to tell you how they do it. And three, do it the exact same way. Chapter 16, collaboration. Collaboration is key across all industries because you always have to work alongside others and your ability to do so effectively will determine the level of results you produce. You should also know that collaboration is less about finding the best of the best and more about the com combination of good people working together to be great. Never be the smartest person in the room or find comfort in being the big fish in a small pond because this will drastically impede your growth. Enlist the services of a coach or mentor that you trust to impart the right way of doing things and empower you to unlock your true potential. And section four, control. Chapter 17, control overview. The power to direct or influence behavior toward a desired course of events, that's control. It's what you can control versus what you cannot control. These are your personal strengths. And chapter 18, orientation towards success. Wherever you are in life and no matter where you are going, you need to be the one taking control. Great works of art aren't created in a single sitting or breathtaking architecture isn't built overnight. You are responsible for creating your success and you should be willing and ready to hold yourself accountable. Be the captain of your ship by taking total control of your business and life. Once you have a proper head in, then you must stay on the course, calibrate if necessary and adjust for obstacles. It's more important to be constant and consistent than to rush right out and fall down exhausted. Slow and steady wins the race. Let's look at four A's. Acquire, assimilate, apply and assess. Acquire, learn new information, all behaviors and practice, etc. Assimilate, integrate the information and make it a part of you. And apply, consciously employ the information and then assess, gauge the results. By using this method and then measuring your results, you'll be able to see if anything needs to be adjusted or fixed. And chapter 19, recognize opportunities and take initiatives. The greatest achievers are those who recognize opportunities and take immediate action. Sir Richard Branson is quoted as saying, if someone offers you an amazing opportunity and you're not sure you can do it, say yes, then learn how to do it later. 
The first step is the ability to recognize opportunities. The second step is to take the initiative to act. And the third step is to check your results. The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Chinese proverb. And chapter 20, important versus unimportant matrix. The steps. Number one, create a very specific to-do list that includes how long it will take to complete each item. Prioritize the list. And number three, turn off distractions such as email, text, and social media alerts. And four, put your head down and focus your attention on one item for the duration of time determined. And five, when the time is up, then evaluate your progress and either revisit your list or move on to the next item. Focus your attention on the top two items in each category as this will be manageable and achievable. And chapter 21, I control part one. You and only you control your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. To be in control is a decision. Sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. Studies indicate that smiling, even if one is not feeling happy, could slow heart rate and decrease perceived levels of stress. Smiling sends a signal to the rest of the body that things are okay and it's safe to let your guard down. You are today where your thoughts have brought you. You will be tomorrow where your thoughts take you. A man is literally what he thinks, his character being the complete sum of all his thoughts. Our thoughts become the words that we speak. They are the origins of our behaviors and the shape of our attitudes and beliefs, which then become behaviors and actions and eventually transform into defining character traits that will be spoken about us at our eulogy. Like attracts like. Thinking happy thoughts sends positive energy out into the universe and will unconsciously begin attracting positivity back into your life. Chapter 22, I Control, Part 2. Control is all about living a life that you design, not a life that is designed by others. Decide to be the architect of your own life. There are no limits or barriers. Control is not about forcing. It is about framing. Reframe and control how you act in the situation. Move into a positive frame in all situations. You control it all. It is really all about you and how you choose to see the events in your life. You are the architect of what happens to you or you are the victim. The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be, Ralph Waldo Emerson. And the last section, section 5, Integral You. Chapter 24, Body. You are more than what you see and what you can touch and sense. Your body is also an energy, and that energy exists at three different states. Gross, subtle, and very subtle body. Chapter 25, Mind. Traditional wisdom has always separated the mind into the big three. The first person, second person, and third person. The I dimension includes the personal experiences and intentions occurring within the individual, the inner self. The we dimension, you and I, involves shared meaning and a mutual understanding among people. We would call this inner collective or second person. The it dimension entails all outer objective, manifestation, or the third person perspective. And it is completely separate from our inner consciousness as well as our inner collective consciousness. And chapter 26, spirit. There are many ways of defining spirituality and what spiritual practice means. Some people refer to spirituality as a special state of consciousness. 
some as a level of development, and some as its own developmental line. Our spirit is a part of us that connects us to whatever we, as individuals, call the source. Our spirit, our spirituality, is what makes us connected to ourselves and to everything else in existence, material or immaterial, human or otherwise. And the last chapter, chapter 27, shadow. What is your shadow? For thousands of years, scholars and regular folks alike have been struggling to understand the shadow and how it can affect our lives. It is critical to be profoundly honest with ourselves about our shadow, our unconsciousness or false self or dishonesty or disowned self or any part of ourselves that we unconsciously repress or and deny. You are much, much more than just your body. You are your body, your mind, your spirit, and you are your shadow. And that's a wrap on this amazing book, Bankroll Your Mind, by Rich Perry and Lawrence Pipkin. Look back on our channel for previous video book summaries, and subscribe to our channel for future books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. If you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. Highly recommended. Thanks for watching, and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.